Welcome, everyone, to another edition of Suplexes, part of the Suplexes Scores and Save Points Podcast, SSS Pod. I am Ryan, and with me again, as always, my co-host, my brother, Nathan. Yeah, I'm ready to do this thing, and I'm not going to be castrated like Drew Gulak was on SmackDown. <laughs> uh, welcome to, uh, like I said, this is Suplex, our weekly wrestling podcast, where we look at everything that happened from last Friday, which was April 15th, all the way up to Thursday in the week or in the world of professional wrestling. We had a lot happen uh, to get through. We are going to start with, unfortunately, SmackDown. Um, not a great show. No. Not, not a great show. Still, no, still uh, it, wasn't, it had a decent main event. Yeah. But other than that, not much happened. No Roman Reigns again, Ryan. When, when, when's our double champion going to be on TV? Yeah, he hadn't been on Raw or SmackDown in a couple weeks now. Um, so we start off with RK Bro coming out to the ring. Um, they talk a lot. Uh, the Usos come out and they challenge basically. Um, they uh, basically challenge each other to a unif- unification match. Orton had a very good promo here. Um, mm-hmm. Basically getting all hyped up and energetic and basically telling the Usos they're trash and everything. He's accomplished and blah, blah, blah. Um, and backstage, uh, it is um, official. Adam Pierce says um, it's going to be official. Basically. All right. So we're going to have a unification match at WrestleMania Backlash. Interesting. But apparently, according to all rumors, we're not ending the brand split. We're just going to unify all our goddamn titles. I mean, I don't think this unification stuff's gonna last. Yeah, Do I, you? I think. See, I think Roman will end up losing one of the titles because they'll put him in like a multi-man match, and then that way he can get he he can lose it without getting pinned, or something like that will happen. I don't see them having Roman right. hold both titles till who knows when that seems like too much having them hold one titles i but both of them i don't know i don't know about that yeah that's a little too much the first match of the night naomi versus rhea ripley these two teams have bad singles matches for the last however many year weeks um ripley wins the game momentum as they head to raw to fight for the titles and we all know where that's heading all right. <laughs> Momentum, you say. Um, yeah. Um, we had a Mad Cat Moss and Baron Corbin segment. Uh, Mad Cat Moss ended up wrestling Humberto and gets the win. Yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, uh, he, he didn't ditch the gimmick, Ryan. Nope, he's still the same guy. I, 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 don't, I don't see... I don't have high hopes for this. Um, after the match, Humberto gets yelled at by Angel. So are they going to break up another tag team? Because let's just, we already have none on the show. And so we're going to break up the only other one we got. 
They only they only keep tag teams around for you know until they uh, they didn't even do anything with this team. Yeah, they, they well like, they showed up out of nowhere as a team and did nothing for about four months, and now they're already going to end up apparently. The only team that has any lasting effect is the Usos and the New Day. Anything else? If you're any other team, you might as well not be a team very long. It ain't gonna happen. Um. Then we add the Rick, uh, Charlotte Rick Flair, the Charlotte Flair, um, Drew Gulak segment. Gulak apparently is. They said he's trying out to be an interviewer. Because apparently, yeah, he can't, what the hell? Not wrestling anymore, so I might as well do something. Um, and then, uh, like you said, Flair beat the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah, she first she verbally castrated him. Yep. She just kept tearing him down. He didn't, I mean, he didn't do anything to stop it. She just kept tearing him down. I don't know why she was doing this to him. And uh, then after that, she, uh, yeah, she attacked him and put him in the figure eight and made him tap out. Right. Yeah. What the hell? So then we add. Uh, Drew McIntyre and Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn ran away. Um, this is two weeks in a row now. He's done that. This leads to this week on SmackDown. It'll be Drew McIntyre and Sami Zayn again, but this time in a lumberjack match. Okay. Yay. Uh, Ricochet defended the Intercontinental title against Jinder Mahal. Uh, Ricochet gets the win. How did Jinder get this match? I don't know. It's all backstage and like, hey, you're getting your kind of title match this week. Uh, and then we had Butch attacking Allison and Kofi backstage. Um, we had the Lacey Evans part two. And then there's the weird thing. So they had Natalia watch this backstage. They cut to her after the Lacey Evans thing. And she said, all of these newcomers have no respect. Are they trying to imply that Lacey Evans is a newcomer? <laughs> I mean, she's been with the company for like five years. I, I don't know. Uh, then speaking of newcomers, Raquel Rodriguez walked in and they walked off. So, yay. Raquel Rodriguez has done nothing. She has been there for three weeks now and all she's done is like stood there and smiled. What are all she's done? WWE creative, man. Can we have her do something? And where where did Zia Lee go, by the way? I know. She's completely gone. She hasn't been on TV since and, like February. And where is Blackheart hurt? Yeah, Shotzi's just not there either. So apparently they just don't give a shit at all. They have all these women not doing anything. Uh, and then, yes, the main event, Jimmy Uso uh, versus Riddle. Very good match with Riddle getting the win with a very good uh, RKO. Yeah, RKO out of nowhere, and Randy Orton lost his shit. Yeah, Randy Orton went crazy. Randy Orton, man, teaming with Riddle is like the greatest thing that Randy Orton's ever done. Like, it's, Randy Orton's loving it. He's it's like the time of his life right now. Um, and that is, uh, that was SmackDown. It was a very good, decent show, I guess, but yeah. All right, Rampage. This show, this is Championship Week, so we had 
the big AEW world title match on this show, even though Battle of the Belts is the next show and we're not going to put it on there. We're going to put it on Rampage because why not? It's championship week because Battle of the Belts is only an hour long. That's why. You could have put the... So does this show. (laughs) You could have put the TBS TNT title or something. TBS title on this show. True. Something. Um, anyway, we skipped it off with the BBC versus the Gun Club. Uh, it's BCC, but I like BBC better. Um, Blackpool Combat Club versus Gun Club. This was two clubs going at it. Uh, this was the first time these the, they've had a triple threat or a six-man tag together. Um, basically, this was like you mentioned in your uh, little little blog over on the website. Uh, Billy Gunn worked most of this match, which I did not expect. Yeah, he's found the fountain of youth, man. I'm telling you. Uh, I don't know how he's doing it because, you know, like 2006 when he was in Impact Wrestling or TNA, when it was in TNA, uh, he couldn't move like he is now. Um, like, how do you get younger? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, it's weird that all three members of the BCC get their own entrance, but whatever. That's fine. Um, the the beatdown club got got the win. Um, yeah, they need to they need to all come out to Regal's music, whatever his music is. Does he have music? I don't know. If he doesn't, he needs it. It's weird that he come out specifically with Utah though. They they are pushing Utah way too fast, dude. They are pushing him hard, and I'm like, I I personally don't find much interesting about him. He's a decent in the ring, but. He has no personality, which I guess he fits in with Moxley because he don't have personality either. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I just don't like Giza. I, I don't see much in him. So, but they obviously do. So, all right, we yep. had the butcher beat somebody in less than a minute. So, yay! Um, and then we had a Owen Hart Foundation qualifying match as Robin Renegade took on. Ruby Soho, Ruby Soho is just not great. Renegade, yeah, she's she wrestled really slow. She always does. She has since she's came to AEW. The Renegade twins, though. Now I didn't know that Robin Renegade was a twin. Yeah. Until the other one showed up, and I go, "Oh shit!" <laughs> um, they try. They, they do pretty good. Yeah, what do you think about them doing that? Do you think that's kind of cliche, or do you like it? Or I mean, every team that's been considered twins, whether real twins or not, have done this. So I guess, I mean, it's just the wrestling thing, right? I mean, the Basham brothers did it. They weren't even fucking twins, so true, they were nothing true. alike, and they did it. So it's whatever. I mean, they did look very similar. I couldn't tell them apart at all. Uh, but Ruby Soho gets the win, so yay, she's in the tournament. Yeah, the the those those uh, twins though they 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 they're twins, but they look like Lita. They're real, cool. I I like them. They, I they, like their look. I like the way that Robin wrestled. Um, I'd like to see more of them. I hope they bring them back because I actually enjoy I mean, them. They've they've been there. They've been on uh, Dark and Dark Elevation for a while now. I don't watch those shows. I only show watch the shows that matter. 
of taped TV titles. And then our main event, the Texas Death Match on Good Friday for the world title. That'll come into play later. Uh, this was fucking just right out of the gate. They brought chairs in, and this was just a spot fest. This was just beat the shit out of each other. And one of the funniest parts was Paige knocked Cole to the outside or whatever, and Cole was trying to blade. And and so Paige grabs a chair and sits it down in the ring and faces their hard cam the wrong way, so the referee has to tell him to turn around. So he stands up. (laughs) I mean, that was just that. I was rolling on the floor there. Um, Adam Cole had a little trickle of blood. It didn't stick around very long. Um, he didn't get a good cut in him. But, well, I guess, I mean, he wrestled for WWE for so long, he probably forgot how to do it. So, uh, Yeah. This was whatever. It was a, a it's last man standing match. The ending is controversial. <laughs> and dangerous and stupid. <laughs> yeah, uh, being Good Friday, I, I don't know. I don't know if this was coincidence or they did this on purpose. I doubt they realized it. I guarantee you they probably didn't realize it was. Ah, that's that's a little too much of a coincidence, if you ask me. But <laughs> they took the barbed wire. Uh, Adam Page had the barbed wire around his arm to do a buckshot lariat with it. Which is stupid, and after by he, the way. Yeah, because that, that, that would hurt you just as much, I would exactly. think. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but then um, after he did that, he uh, took the barbed wire off of his arm and he wrapped it uh, around uh, Adam Cole's head yep. to make a crown kind of mm-hmm. like the one Jesus had on the, mm-hmm. the cross mm-hmm. uh, on Good Friday. Mm-hmm. And then he did the, uh, what's it called? The dead eye. The dead eye. Yeah. The, the reverse tombstone power driver through the goddamn... Table on the off, outside, off the, off, off the apron. Off the apron, through a table, basically landing on fucking Adam Cole's head. Just so much could have went wrong there. It, it could have had yeah. disastrous effects. Luckily, I guess everyone was okay. Uh, that, that was the ending. Cole could not answer the 10. So Paige retains his title in another uh, Texas death match because apparently that's all he knows how to wrestle or these damn gimmick shit um it, i'm not a huge fan of the hardcore shit so i mean there were some spots here that were insane and brutal but i mean the one moment here though so they had a pile of chairs in the ring and adam page well adam cole does the the kilo sunra or the fucking canadian destroyer onto him mm-hmm. page gets up and then page does a fucking belly to belly off the top rope through him so they're, but then there was a moment where Paige tied Cole to the top rope with his belt, which, by the way, was you could obviously see Cole could have moved. But then he he grabbed the chair with the barbed wire and decided, you know what? No, I'm not gonna. This is like too heinous. You just fucking threw the guy off the top rope through chairs. <laughs> <laughs> It made Paige look like an idiot. It just it just made Paige look stupid. Um, I, I didn't get that, but anyway, he ended up wrapping around his arm, which was again made him look dumb. But 
very interesting match to say the least. Um, I don't know. Adam Cole. I don't know what he does now. He's lost now twice to page. So, um, hopefully this feud's over now, which apparently according to yeah. Dynamite, it's going to be some, uh, so yeah, Adam Cole's in the Owen cup and, uh, He's qual or he has a qualifying match. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, Tonight. if he gets in this, which I'm assuming he's going to, probably. Does he win it? Of the field that's currently in it, I don't. They got some pretty big names in this thing, so I don't know. I, I don't know, but it's like Adam Cole. Like, where does he go from here? Yeah, if he like win the third. Like, if he loses this too, like he's going to be looked at as like a. Like a chump. I mean, he lost every title match he's had. He doesn't win the Owen. I mean, eventually you got to make Adam Cole look like he's something. Give him, give him some sort of rub or something. Because right now he's looking like a chump and can't win the big one. He can't win anything. Uh, so yeah, I, I know. I, I don't know. I don't I think don't... they should have put him in that role against Adam Page so soon. Yeah. So then Saturday night, we had Battle of the Belts 2, three championship matches, and none of them were great. Uh, we started off. One of them was okay. We started off with Scorpio Sky defending the TNT title against everybody's favorite wrestler, Sammy Guevara. And his <laughs> everyone's favorite, his favorite thing, uh, Ty Conti. Um I don't know. <laughs> I just, I just, I know I this was good, it, but um, essentially, Sammy Guevara turned heel here essentially because he um hit a low blow when the referee's back was turned um to win. So, yeah. apparently, this was a heel turn, but he turned heel on a heel. Yeah, yeah, so now are we supposed to believe that Adam Lambert, Dan Lambert? Oh, Dan Lambert, sorry. Dan, Dan is going to be a face now after he's been shitting on the audience for a year. <laughs> and Paige Van Zant's uh, going to be a face when she's like an outsider. That I could see her being a face. I, well, I, I could speaking, see that. But Dan Lambert. Speaking of Paige Van Zant, um, rumors are um, from Gangrel, who's been training her, that she has just ghosted her uh, training and hasn't shown up for a couple days. So, wow, great signing, AEW. <laughs> Jesus Christ, way to go! <laughs> She's taking this serious. So, Sammy Guevara is now a three-time TNT champion. Um, fantastic, and where this is leading, I can't wait. <sighs> Next matchup was for the no. ROH world title. Jonathan Gresham defending against Dalton Castle. Uh, this was the first time the world title's been on the line in AEW. We've had uh, the other titles um, on AEW. This is the first time the world champion's been on action um, defending against another ROH guy, Dalton Castle, who I don't know was signed. I think he was just here to maybe this was a tryout. Um, I'm not sure. But yeah, this was a. I like this match. You didn't like it? It was all right. Um, there were a couple spots that where they just kept like missing punches or chops in the corner. And they kept spinning and then they kept doing like roll ups after and one another after one another. I was like, ah, too much of that. 
where they did the same thing over and over and over again. Um, it was technically sound. I mean, that's what Gresham is. He's technical. Um, it was okay, but I just, that was kind of boring to me. But uh, obviously, uh, Gresham won, but then, uh, oh boy, everybody's favorite group showed up. Jay Lethal, Sandra Jupp, and Satnam Singh um, weighed them all out. And then Joe came in with a pipe and sent them away. This is how they should have debuted Satnam Singh. <laughs> the lights out made no sense. This was when he should have debuted on this show. So yeah. are they going after both titles? I'm not sure. That's a good question. Because they, they targeted Joe, but now they targeted Gresham. So are they just going to try to take over ROH? Is that... Is, I don't... And Gresham and yes, Jay Lee used to be a team. They never really had a breakup. Yeah, he turned That's on him at the pay-per-view. I guess. It's <laughs> Sure. <laughs> 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 um, then we had a women's match, right? Yes, the world is title on the line. Thunder Rosa, her first defense against, of course, Nyla Rose. She's everybody's first defense. Um, this was okay. This was good. This, this was probably the best match of the night for me. Um, that was. I think this was probably Nyla Rose's best match. This was a great. Yeah, this was a great match. She put in a great performance, and Rosa. Thunder Rosa looked good, um, and it was a good. I, as much as I didn't like Nyla getting this match the way they did it, this was probably a good first contender for Thunder Thunder Rosa. It was a good match, and it made her look good. She came from behind, and you know the underdog role. So I, you know what? In hindsight, I like it. I didn't like how they got here to this match because it was just random and stupid. But the match itself was good. So it's all good with me. Yeah, I, I I don't know if Nyla Rose is ever going to win another title. No. Um, the power bomb on the apron to, was crazy. Yeah, she might have to move on to another company or something, maybe. Yeah, she's just she has her role now. Her role is just to put people over the champions over, I guess. Well, interesting. Very good. Very, I mean, that match was good. The TNT Tower match was whatever. The Norwich Tower match was man, it was, it was a match. Um. All right. Anything else? I don't think anything else happened this weekend. They didn't know other shows so yeah uh, you said the dead uh deadlock the de- show deadlock show is tonight when you're listening to this saturday night so we will have a preview we'll be talking about that uh next week all right um but i do know that biff busick is going to be there um he'll be challenging for the world championship against bojack um, Beth Buzik is the is the former Oni Lorcan. For those of you who do not know, uh, JTG is going to be there as well. So uh, I'll have a full rundown of that show next week. All right, support my boy Johnny. All right, to Monday with Monday Naira. Oh boy, <laughs> new champion yeah. crowned on this show, Nathan. Uh, uh, much to my chagrin. <laughs> Um, we had Seth and Cody kick off this show um, as they went back and forth talking about uh, respect and uh, they, they, they talk about their history together in this city 
Uh, those are in Buffalo. Um, this was, you know, it was your typical WWE back and forth promo, but Cody is doing it his way, which is, you know. Yeah, it just went too long. Yeah, it went on for a long time. It was 25 minutes long. Yeah. This first segment. It's insane. Uh, the ending of this came when Seth basically said, you beat me because I didn't know you were coming. Let's change the rules tonight. You were going to wrestle against a hand-picked opponent by me in the main event. All right. Then we had two of the women's tag team title match that they've been hyping up for weeks now. With Morgan and Rhea Ripley versus Naomi and Sasha Banks. And guess what happened? Man, WWE is so unpredictable. I did not see this coming at all. Um, Naomi and Sasha win. And then uh, Rhea turns on with at the end. Yeah. You know what I really hate about this? Is every time they do one of these heel turns... It can't just be a normal, like, like she's frustrated with her, you know, and she's upset, and so she beats her up. But, no, it's got to not only that she beats her up, it's got to look like it was her plan all along because she yep. has this look on her face like – she has yep. a look on her face like, uh, like, like, like she's evil now and she planned this all along. And it's like, can, can people just not get upset in the moment and beat somebody up and – yeah. Yeah, they can split up and not be a team anymore, but she doesn't have to be full on evil well, heel. I mean, and what the hell? not only do they do that, they beat the shit out of them too. Like they yeah. when they turn on them, they just completely demolish them, giving making the other person look like a chump. Because yeah. Ripley just beat the hell out of her and beat her down forever. It was like, what the <laughs> and that lid doesn't look good because she just got destroyed by Rhea, but all right, whatever. Um, we had some the Sonya Deville Bianca Belair segment was great. Um, then afterwards we had basically Bella got fined a dollar for holding up Deville and um all that. No, this was fun. It's a good segment. I liked it. Uh, Vera Mahan beat some dude. Brad why did Why did we wait almost <laughs> a year for him to show up? For him to just start just now start doing squash matches. Well, it's like, funny because he showed up, beat up the Mysterios, and now he's doing squash matches. Like, what the fuck? Where did Ray go? They, they, I think, I think they ought already have, like, have nothing for him. Where did two Ray weeks? Go? That's gotta be. That's gotta be a record. Two weeks. Yeah, that's. <laughs> they were like, ah, you know what? Never mind. Um, then we had. The lie detector tests with Gable, Owens, and Ezekiel. Uh, basically, this went on with Ezekiel saying he was telling the truth. He's not Elias's younger brother, or he is Elias's younger brother. Yeah. Um, and he's got a new catchphrase. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who wants really, to hear Zeke speak? <laughs> it, it really went over well, too. Let me tell you. I was like, wait, what? That doesn't sound as cool as who wants to walk with Elias. Let me just say. Yeah, who wants to hear it? And then I, th I, at first, I think he said it twice, and the second time he said it different. Yeah. The second time he said, who wants to speak with Zeke? <laughs> and I was like, what? So dumb. Uh, which but, but the thing is, okay, this would have been better if he could do more stuff in the ring, or maybe he can and they just don't let him. I don't know. 
But if he was a different wrestler, like if he wrestled a little bit different, yeah, he this could work. It's the same but he does guy. The exact same yeah. shit, and that ain't a whole lot. And and he's not a good face. Even when he was Elias, and they tried to turn him face, it didn't like. He's not a good face wrestler. He's a natural heel wrestler. So he his offense is nothing. <laughs> like yeah. he doesn't do much because he's a heel, and it's yeah. you know he, he heels don't do anything in the ring. They just beat you down, and that's it. And that's all he does. And so he works way better as a heel. And this yeah, this match with Gable was not good. Uh, it ended up ending by DQ when um, Otis showed up, which saves us all the misery from this match. And then we had a yeah. very in- yeah, interesting his, his, de- his debut, and he uh, it's just a discord or a, a, a yeah, an attack and a no contest, basically. Yeah, he won, but by TQ. Uh, then we got RK Bro versus the Street Profits. Very interesting match. Um, Street Profits Street are Profits. heel, I guess. They're heel. Uh, basically, they the end of this match comes. Um, RKO was in the ring. They were looking to win it. And then the music for the SmackDown Tattoo Champions, the Usos come at hits, distract Arpe Bro, which leads to Dawkins and Riddle and then Ford hitting the uh, top rope blockbuster um, off of Dawkins' shoulders for the win. And then after the watch, they basically said that we were the ones who, uh, who, who had that music play. So, yeah, I guess they're heels. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. It's it's uh then we had the United States title match. Very good match, Theory and Finn Bauer. Um, very, very good match, but in the end, it is Theory winning this match and is the new United States champion, and then the entire <laughs> the entire heel roster comes out and celebrates well, with him. Not the entire, it was like all the mid carters. Yeah, all the mid card heels come out. Um, and celebrate with them. Vince McMahon comes out and celebrates with them. This was like, <laughs> I've never seen them do this for a heel. This was great. I loved it. Uh, it's so Theory, weird. Theory's getting the, he's getting the rocket strap, Nathan. Yeah. We'll see if it, how the fans react to the rocket strap whenever they try to, if they are going to try to make, I mean, we saw what happens with Roman Reigns, yeah. you know, they turned him face and tried to make him uh, the biggest face. And it, it took a while for him to get over. I'm like five years. So let's see what happens here with theory. Uh, then we had the greatest segment in the history of television. I, the double wedding. Let, let me, let me just say, I think it's going to be pretty hard for him to get over as a face without oh, yeah. a first name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah, saying. That's true. Um, then we had, like I said, the greatest segment in real history, the double commitment ceremony. Our <laughs> truth oh is your officiate. Um, and he was on another level. Our truth was just on his A game during this thing. This segment was terrible, but our truth made it so great. He kept like the crowd kept saying all this shit and he just kept trying to. Exp- it was great. Um, they kept they kept wetting it, and he goes, "Now y'all calm down. You're gonna want to do this sometime too." <laughs> um, and then uh, 
he has Reggie say his vows and he says all this shit. Dana says all this cool stuff. They're all like, oh, it's all we were best friends and it's a dream come true. And, and then they go to Tamina and, and it says Zawa and Tamina goes, what she said. And Zawa says, same. <laughs> Great. Awesome. <laughs> uh, and then they add the objections where Tamina objects. She pulls Reggie over to her side. And then Tamina puts Tazawa with Reggie and she stands with Dana and they act like they're going to actually like kiss and they're into it. And then everything all switches back for no reason. I don't know. This was just stupid. <laughs> yeah. And then they start kissing. Um, D- Reggie ends up kisses Dana to the mat, pins her for the title. She turn- He turns around and gets a super kick from Tamina. She pins him for the title. Tazawa goes under her dress and gets lost and then ends up pinning her <laughs> for the title. And then yeah. Dana hits a crossbody in her wedding dress on Tazawa to win back the title. And then Dana runs away with truth. What the fuck? <laughs> runs away with truth. What the hell's going on? <laughs> this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. I had no idea what this was. But this is awesome. <laughs> I was in stitches the entire time. And then your main event, uh, Cody Rhodes versus everyone who, I think everyone saw this coming, uh, Kevin Owens. Very good match, but again, it ends in a countout. So another yeah. one in there. We don't want any of them to lose. We booked ourselves into a corner, so we're just going to have a countout. Uh, but Rollins did call Owens a fat ass, so that was interesting. What the <laughs> hell, man? Owens gets knocked to the floor, and the referee's counting, and Rollins tells, get your fat ass up and get back in there. And then Owens says, this is your match, not mine, and walked out. <laughs> Oh, that was wrong. Yeah, very, was, very crazy show. Very crazy show. Uh, speaking of crazy, <laughs> let's move on to NXT. Yeah, this one was pretty bad, too. Um, we start off with a promo from the Pretty Deadly. Yes, boy. Um, they were interrupted by um, GYB. They were then... Uh, interrupted by Wagala Phantasma, and then basically it leads to a tag team match between GYB and Phantasma tonight. Sarai and Tiffany Stratton had a match, which Tiffany Stratton won, so good job, Sarai. I guess you're now here to be a jobber. Yeah, I don't know what happened. They hyped her up like the greatest thing ever, and then now she's just another wrestler on the show, and she's just a jobber now. She's losing to Tiffany Stratton. I like Tiffany Stratton. I don't like the gimmick, um, but I like her. She's good in the ring. Um, this whole show, Braun Breaker has been searching for his dad or searching for searching for Gacy. I'm not exactly sure what he's searching for, uh, but he's searching. Um, and Gacy's, this is all stupid. <clears throat> gimmicky by supernatural shit, which I don't know why they had to go this direction. I don't know. It's stupid. I don't like it. Uh, yeah, they had the whole Hulk Hogan Ultimate Warrior segment uh, yeah. where Gacy's in a mirror and Braun sees him, but he turns around and he's not there. And... So Gacy he's, had... he's, just as, he's just as smart as Hulk Hogan, so I guess he's got that going for him. Um, Gacy... <laughs> Gacy had a thousand monitors in front of him at one point. <laughs> I don't, I have no idea. I don't know. Uh, Grayson Waller beat Sanga. This match sucked. Yeah, that was bad. They Absolutely kept terrible. them together. Um, then a very good tag team match. Grizzly Young Veterans and Legado de Fantasma. Um, he officially is Cruz del Toro now, by the way. Um, 
So there you go. Uh, it's Cruz Del Toro and Walking Wild. Again, Dodie has this new thing where you can't use a name you used before or your real name. Unless you're like AJ Styles or Brock Lesnar, then I guess it's okay. Unless unless you're a really big name. Yes. If you're one of the new people, you're screwed. You got to change your name. So he is now Cruz Del Toro. It's whatever. Uh, Casey's Cat and Zaro is now Katana Chance. Oh, my God. Um, Magado de Fantasma get the win here. And rumor are that uh, veterans want to leave. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them either because uh, they were a badass team and now they're, they're just a, a freaking comedy gimmick now. Yeah. Essentially. Uh, Carmelo Hayes and Santos Escobar put up a fantastic match. Um, but again, there had to be some fuckery, um, some outside shenanigans as two dudes in suits, essentially, with D'Angelo. Uh, distracted Escobar and Hayes hit him with the leg drop off the top to get the win. Yeah, I don't uh, like at, all this inter- interference in every goddamn mess. Yes. Afterwards, Grimes came out, but then Sokoa came out. And uh, so, yes, all that happened. So it looks like we're going to get Sokoa and Hayes. Could be a good match. As long as there's no outside interference, it'll be okay. Natalia beat up Tatum Paxley. Paxley, whatever her name is, who cares? Uh, Wesley lost his eye on Quinn. I mean, it's good he's yeah, still think, to wrestle, I guess, but uh, yeah. uh, he he might be on his way out after losing as bad as he did in that one. Uh, JC Jane took on the debuting Roxanne Perez, which is the former Roxy. Uh, but guess what? Another distraction and another roll up. Um, technically, I mean, she did a like a sunset bomb thing, but um, yeah. Uh, Wendy Chu appeared on the Tron and just trashing the Toxic Attractions locker room, which gives Roxanne Perez her first win, and it's by dis- distraction. I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, Dexter Loomis and Duke Hudson took on Pretty Deadly for the NXT Tag Team Championship. This happened because backstage uh, earlier in the show, um, Persia and Hindi walked into and they said they want a match. And pretty dead, we were like, hell yeah, like we'll love a match with you too. And then they said, no, we meant Dexter and Duke. So that's why this match is happening. Well, yeah, but why was it for the belt? Well, I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> that I can't that I can't explain. Um I don't understand it. But uh pretty deadly get the win here. Which is expected. Uh, and then uh and then uh as they're celebrating, the lights go out and Gacy's sitting on this the catwalk, the the whatever it's called. Um, he's up in the air and he calls out Braun. Braun walks out, walks up there, all looking to like kick his ass. Like he is hot. He's been looking for him all show. He's gonna whoop his ass. And then he walks up to him. Casey goes, "Oh, calm down." And Braun goes, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why what the hell is that? And then Casey goes, "You want your ring, man? All you gotta do is ask." <laughs> so he he goes, "But you gotta do me a favor. You gotta give me a match that's spring breaking." At what? Spring break in two weeks. They're having a, a special NXT show called Spring Breakin'. Oh my god. Even though spring break happened like two weeks ago, but um and then Joe says Braun goes, Yeah, sure, whatever. I'll give you your match. Joe puts his ring in his pocket and says, One more thing though, you gotta take a leap of faith. And he shoves him off the platform and cra- and then breaker crashes. You hear him go, Ooh! and then you hear the announcer go, <laughs> <laughs> the one announcer goes, ah! 
And then uh, and then he gets sworn by druids because why not? I guess Gacy has druids now. Wow. Oh, my God. That's how the show ended with Braun going, get off of me. No. Ah, stop. What a fucking way to end I, <laughs> I'm telling you. Fucking druids. Are, uh, is he the Undertaker now? Like, See, what the I was super into Gacy when he was kidnapped at Rick Steiner because I was like, oh, he started taking this. And the promo he cut last week was awesome. I was like, this is how you do Gacy. He's like a psychopath. But now they turn him into a supernatural fucking cult leader thing. And I'm like, that's not. No. We, you had. You had. You had the fiend. Then you had Alexa. It didn't work for them. Why is it going to work for Gacy? It's not going to work. Make him a psychopath. That's fine. But he doesn't need to be a fucking dark, sadistic, supernatural fucker. Yeah. Anyway. That was an XT. It was an interesting show. Dynamite. I'll let you read this one, Nathan. What happened on Dynamite this week? Well, we opened with a very slow-paced match. Uh, CM Punk and Dustin Runnels. Or Dustin Rhodes or whatever his name is. And, uh, yeah, it was was slow. Yeah, Gold Dustin, Uh, uh, very slow. Yeah, he's not... You know, when he first came back, he was yeah. doing stuff and moving pretty good, but I think I think not wrestling every week has slowed him down. And yeah, he uh, he was he he could even like execute the simplest of moves without stopping in between. <laughs> and uh, very slow paced match. CM Punk ended up winning with a roll up because uh, I guess uh, Dustin was working his knee so much that he couldn't hold him up for the GTS. So. He beat him with a roll up and stuff. Um, Punk worked a little heel in this match, uh, which I, I liked. I liked seeing that side of Punk, where he worked a little bit heel. Uh, but then they hugged afterwards, so not a heel turn. But he, he worked the heel in this match, and it was a, uh, you know, Dustin would take he would do something and then take like two seconds to do, like he would reverse something and then take two seconds and then hit it, and it just threw off everything for me. I didn't. I was not into this match. Yeah. Um, but afterwards, we had Hangman come out, and uh, they stared each other down. That's your that's your AEW champions one per, uh, one spot in the show, by the way. Yeah. Oh, he did. Um, what do you think? Do you think uh, Punk can beat Page? Do you think he'll they'll have him beat Page? I think you give it to Punk, and then you have MJF take it off Punk. That's what. Yeah, I think I. Think I I, I think Paige's I, run is is, is has a. Uh, it's already been what it's going to be. Like I don't think yeah. it's going to get any better. I know Tony Khan has his plans of what he wanted to do, but it's not working. Paige is not a good champion, and the way they're booking him hasn't helped for sure. But I think just him as in general, just it, it just doesn't work. Everyone wanted it, and then it happened, and then now everyone's like, eh, like. Okay, he's yeah. champion, but no one really cares. He's not even the focus of the show ever. Like, he's not main eventing dynamites. He's not like his storylines are not the main focus of these shows, and that tells me that he probably should not be champion. So yeah, I don't. Know. I hope they give it to Punk. Honestly, might as well let him have one more title run before he goes. I didn't mean to make that think he's dying. By the way, I <laughs> just meant before he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
take on Brock Anderson, Dante Martin, and Lee Moriarty, the weirdest group of people I've ever seen together. Uh, this was a six-man tag where the BBC won. That's all that happened. <laughs> Not much happened in this match. They just beat the shit out of them for like five minutes. <laughs> uh, I mean, Moxley, Yuta, Danielson just whooped on them for a while, and then that was it. Um, we had a backstage segment with O'Reilly, Young Bucks, uh, Cole, the undisputed elite. Um, O'Reilly says he's going to qualify for the Owen Hart Cup tonight. And then um, Adam Cole says that next week they're going to do a 10-man open challenge. I fucking can't wait for that. Can you hear the excitement in my voice? You hey. love those 10-man tags. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then we had the Tony Khan announcement. Yeah, which was basically the Adam Cole announcement. Yeah, so Tony Khan comes out and he says he's going to welcome the New Japan Pro Wrestling president um, who looked like he was lost completely. Yeah. Um, at least he was dressed in a suit, though. I mean, at least he looked professional. Um, before anything happens, though, Adam Cole appears and says he's one of the biggest stars that wrestle in Japan, so he should be the one to make this announcement, which makes no sense. Like, was he really that big of a star in Japan? I mean, did he ever do anything in Japan? Who's that? Adam, Adam Cole? Cole? Not really. He was only there for, I think yeah. he only wrestled there for a few months before he got signed to WWE. Yeah. Um, and then they said on June 26th in Chicago, which is AEW's favorite place in the world, AEW yeah. New Japan will have a joint pay-per-view called Forbidden Door. And in a in a preview for that, Cole will fight Ishii in an Owen Hart Cup qualifier. I have no idea what that match is going to be like, by the way. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he said, hey, he has someone else who wants to say something. And Jay White comes out and the crowd went, yay. Yeah. Um, he cut this promo about how he sold out MSG, and he says it's not about New Japan or AEW. It's about the Undisputed Elite and Bullet Club. And he walks away, and everyone was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it was something, I guess. I, it's cool. Um, so we can talk about what we think is going to happen at that show. I don't know if, if the big stars are going to be there. I would assume New Japan is going to send their big stars over. Um, but I would uh, say if it's gonna be a, if it's gonna be a, uh, you know, a collaboration like this, and they're making it a big deal, I would think all the big stars are gonna be there. Um, I originally wanted Okada versus Punk, but the more I'm thinking about it, Kenta wrestles in New Japan. Ah. Uh... And I want to see a GTS versus GTS. Let's do Punk and Kenta. Kenta's wanted that match forever. Um, yeah, let's do it. Punk stole his style completely. So yeah, let, let's, let's let's do, do it. That. Let's do that. Um, I would assume definitely definitely uh, Brian versus uh, uh, Saber. Uh, yeah, Zach Saber Jr. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I assume they're probably going to do the Tanahashi. Um, Moxley match there because they've been teasing that for a while. Yeah, um, I assume that'll probably. I don't know. Like we don't know if this is going to be AEW versus New Japan. If every match is going to be that, if they're going to have some title matches, if they're going to just have 
just random. We don't really know what this pay-per-view is going to be yet, um, but it is intriguing. But again, this is a pay-per-view. This is a this is another announcement that isn't growing their brand. It's just for the people who already watch the show, which is good. But I mean, no one that watches that doesn't, you know, no one, everyone that watches AEW also watches New Japan usually. I mean, for the most part. Right. Same vice versa. People watch New Japan and probably watch AEW. This is just a way I, I and it's because they're on New Japan World now. Uh, this is probably a way for the you know for them to get for some of the people who probably don't watch New Japan all that long, you know, get to know some of the people, but it's a big deal. Could be an interesting, very good show. So we'll see what happens. I'm interested. All right. I just don't know what all is gonna be yet. <laughs> Could be good though. Um Wardlow beat Butcher. Oh. Yeah, that was dumb. The crowd, the crowd's not even into Wardlow's match. Like they didn't care about him wrestling until he did the power bombs. Yeah, they don't, they don't give a shit about him until he does the power bombs, and they're like, "Oh, yay!" <laughs> like Wardlow is himself. They're just like, "Whatever." Uh, this match sucked. Um, and then we had the Owen Hart Cup qualifier. Um, Kyle O'Reilly versus one half of the tag team champions, Jungle Boy. This was good. Very good match. I like Kyle as a single star. I, I like his style. I think it's different than a lot of other people. Um, and so I really like this match. Very good match. Um, and Kyle wins uh, with the brain buster and the top rope knee to the back. And he wins the match. Yeah. Uh... They don't have Jungle Boy lose very often, so this was, yeah, this was unsu- this was surprising. And then he uh, was really distraught and apologized to Christian afterwards. Yeah, well, I didn't know it was weird because I didn't see Christian, so I thought he was apologizing to the camera because he was like, "I'm sorry." And then they showed the camera; I was like, "Christian was there." I'm like, "Oh, okay." I thought <laughs> we were gonna have it. WWE has made me realize I, I realized it watching this show that WWE was accustomed me to always assume heel turns coming all the time because they do so many of them. I just automatically yeah. assumed Christian was turning on him right there. Like, I, yeah. just because it happens so often in WWE that in my head, I was like, oh, here comes the heel turn and it didn't happen. I was like, oh, <laughs> like, WWE just made me accustomed to heel turns all the time that I just assume one's coming every week. <laughs> Anytime two people are like arguing or one says sorry, the other. I just assume one's going to turn on the other one. <laughs> uh, Hook made his dynamite sorry. debut. Um, he beat Anthony Henry. Yay. But then... Then uh, Dan Housen showed up. Um, Dan Housen was there. He tried to curse Hook. Hook basically no-sold it. Um, then uh, Dan Housen gets on the mic and says, Well, if you don't want to be cursed, then we're just gonna have to wrestle. And Hook just walked by. Oh my <laughs> fucking god! Oh boy, you're gonna get a Dan Housen match, Ryan. Hook versus Dan Housen. <laughs> I, can't. Um, I don't even know what the hell that would be like. Um, uh, then we had Sammy, Sammy and Tay in the ring to just they're definitely, definitely heels. Yes, um, he was, and basically, um, they basically acknowledged the heels and basically said, you know, you turned your back on us. Why? Because my girlfriend's hotter than yours. Um, then Sky and 
Paige and Lambert show up. Um, Sky shows up because he says, um, um, the only reason people like you is because of your blogs uh, or vlogs. Um, Paige, then Paige goes on a huge, great, like, <laughs> tangent. <laughs> um, basically, they say all this uh, leads to a rematch um, uh, to where they, they give him a rematch, but Sammy says, only if you agree to a mixed tag team title match. So we are going to see Paige Van Zandt apparently wrestle at some point. And then Sammy goes, oh, yeah, by the way, it's going to be a ladder match. Why? They just did one like two months ago. Yeah. Why do they feel the need to do these gimmick matches so close together from the last one they did? What can they do different in this ladder match than the last fucking ladder match they had? <laughs> I I hate it. I there's I just I am not looking forward to this. Usually I like ladder matches, but it's been so overdone here. I'm just like whatever. Yeah. Uh, Britt Baker beat Danielle Camilla 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 Camilla. Yeah, you never recognized her, didn't you? That was Dan. That was uh. What's her face from NXT? I don't remember her name was NXT though. Uh, she was with uh, who was her tag? She was, she was with uh, Aaliyah. She was with she was Aaliyah. Her name was uh, oh man, Vanessa Bourne. Vanessa Bourne, yeah, Vanessa Bourne. Yeah, so they that's... said she was getting called up to the main roster. Yep, the main roster of AEW. Yeah, like, um, this was not good. Uh, no. Britt Baker won. And Britt Baker gets the longest women's segment that we've had in months because she's Britt Baker. She's the only one that fucking gets any segments worth a damn in this company. Yeah. Ridiculous. Then you made of it a coffin match for whatever reason. Uh, Darby Allen versus Andrade. Uh, this was, I, yeah, I mean, they took advantage of the no DQ right away because, uh, yeah. It was basically a three-on-one right off the bat. Yeah. And then Sting did the whole, the, the the meme Sting thing where he took off the fucking mask and it was actually him. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this was a no DQ. This was another gimmick match in AEW because there's got to be one a week. One a show almost. They almost have one every fucking show they do, too. Down on my internet page. Um, this ended... When Allen did a tope suicida through the ropes, which sends them both into the coffin. Um, Jose stopped. Allen tried to stop the lid. He throws Jose onto thumbtacks, and then he slams the lid, and Darby Allen beats Andrade. Yeah, that was pretty stupid when Jose took his shirt off. Yeah. For no reason. Yeah, you knew it was coming. He he, he twilighted this. Yeah, you knew it was coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just take a shirt off for no reason. Yeah, pretty much. Honestly, <laughs> I didn't think of that. But, um, yeah, there was no MLW this week, so I guess I don't, I'm not seeing results. All right. I guess there was no MLW. This week. All right. Let's go to NXT UK, Ryan. Oh boy, what? Uh, let's see what happened on NXT UK. We're getting so apparently now we're just like, hey, uh, NXT people are just going to show up all the time now. 
because they've been like NXT people here all the time. So I guess, you know, they're just and they tease some more. Uh, we started to show off with a back alley brawl between Sam Gradwell and Kenny Williams. Hmm. But it ended in the ring. <laughs> By pinfall. So, what? <laughs> yeah. I- Impromptu match, I guess. I don't know what the hell. Um, but at some one point, there was an unknown dude in a mask. Uh, like an unknown luchador showed up, um, distracting Williams, and then Gradwell ended up winning this match. Hmm. He put him with uh fireman's carry through the table, and then he rolled him into the ring and pinned him. So I don't know if this is like. This was weird. It was a back alley brawl, but it ended up in the ring. Actually, the whole match is in the ring. So I don't know why we call it a back alley brawl. I'm going to be honest. It wasn't in a back alley. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that dude. The guy in the mask has got to be the dude that Kenny Williams sent away, right? His former partner? Uh, yeah, probably. I forgot his name, but it's got to be him, right? I'm, I'm Jordan or yeah. something like that. Yeah. I feel like it's got to be him. I think so. Um, like I said, we're going to see uh, NXT people on the show. Uh, Vaughn Wagner, Ivy Nile, and Lash Legend will be on the show next week. Hmm. So, yeah, I guess we're just, I don't know. Um, Amelia McKenzie took on Stevie Tunna uh, with Amelia McKenzie winning with the spear. And your main event. Mustache Mountain defending the NXT UK tag team titles against Ashton Smith and Oliver Carter in a two out of three falls match. Um, very long, very long match, a very good match in this one. And, uh, but uh, seven kind of cheats to win this match. Um, Smith tagged in. Um, he backdrops Smith over the top rope. Carter tried himself back in. Uh, seven shoves Carter into Smith and then used the middle rope as leverage to win this match. Hmm. So, interesting. Uh, Mustache Mountain are still champions. I mean, it did go to the third fall because, of course, it would. <laughs> I mean, they're not going to do a two out of three falls match and it in two falls. <laughs> um, so, interesting. Yeah. Uh, seven using the middle rope for leverage. I feel like they cheated the last match too. Yeah, they've been cheating a lot, so I don't know. Is it a heel turn for Mustache Mountain or why are they not on the main roster of WWE? Who knows? They've been. Do they just not? Do they just not like Trent Seven? Is that why? Because he's Tyler Bate is freaking is freaking amazing. He is, yeah. And I just it boggles my mind. I I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, Impact. What a weird show this was. This mm. was at the uh, 2100 Arena in uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So the former ECW Arena. Um, we start off with Violent by, De- by Design, Eric Young and Diener defeating Crazy Steve and Black Tarus. Um, and then we had Brian Myers, Matt Cardona, and Chelsea Ring come to the ring. Chelsea ring, Chelsea green, uh, come to the ring. Um, he says the major players are here. So I guess they're a team now. I don't know where they're just a team again, even though they, 
you know, they always said, uh, you know. Um, he says he's about three things, buzz, money, and gold. He said he's already the digital media champion, but he likes a tag team goal. And he said there's no better partner than Myers, even though he says they've not always seen eye to eye. They feuded in this company not that long ago. Yeah. Um, and they talk a lot. Uh, Chelsea ends up talking about Mickey James, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then we add little Guido and Tony Mamaluke show up. So they That's about, insane. They talk about the history of the building because they're in ECW, blah, blah, blah. Um, they call them the major sissies. Um, the, the major players try attacking them, but FBI overpower them. And Guido says that he he challenged Cardona to a match. Oh boy! <laughs> Which leads to the digital media championship being on the line: Matt Cardona versus Little Guido. Um, oh my god! Matt Cardona wins, and then uh, they put the FBI through a table. Uh, w. Morrissey, who's now I guess a face, comes out. He grabs Myers. Chelsea Greenwood blows him. Then Jordan Grace comes in. This is WCW. Jesus Christ. This is WCW all over the time. Uh, Jordan Grace makes a save. Um, and then Morrissey choke slams Cardona through the table. What the fuck? <laughs> my God. That was the most random stuff I've ever read in my life. <laughs> I feel like I feel like this probably took like 30 minutes of the show. Oh, probably. Yeah. That was FBI. Morrissey, Grace, Chelsea, everybody was involved. Um, Shara beat Gabriel Rodriguez. No one really cares. Uh, Mike Bennett, Matt Taven, Kenny King, and Vincent uh, defeated Jay White, Chris Bay, and the Good Brothers. Although the Good Brothers won. Sorry, the Bullet Club won. So on and no more comes in. They get contracts, and I don't think they've won a match since they got a contract. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Uh, That's hilarious. Taya Valkyrie is back, and she said she's going to take the AAA title um, at Rebellion. So she said she'll be going for it. I mean, in your main event, well, the white main event match, Mike Bailey and Ace Austin take on Roberto Kid and Trey Miguel. This was a fast-paced, uh, as you expect, tag team match uh, with Trey and Miguel. Trey, Trey Miguel and Roberto Kid getting the win. Um. Um. Uh, afterwards, Ace Austin held Miguel so Bailey could kick it, but then Bailey instead kicked Austin instead, and so uh, <laughs> those three will wrestle in a triple threat match at Rebellion: Trey, Austin, and Bailey. I wonder if Austin's going to win this time. Another multi-man match for the title. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the main event is Moose coming out to an, for an apology after his actions against Josh Alexander and his wife. Uh, he has an attorney with him, and it's all whatever. Then at the end, he says, um, he says, I'm not sorry for whooping your ass at Bound for Glory and becoming the face of the company. Um, and then he basically says, at Josh, at, at Rebellion, he's going to make Josh Alexander, uh, you know, make him beg on big get on his knees and beg to come home to his to his wife. Mm-hmm. That was her that was impact. What a fucking weird. What a weird ass show. Yeah. 
Very strange. Uh, you know, hopefully Impact. I really feel bad for those ROH guys. Yeah, they signed. Yeah, they signed this new contract, and they go to Impact, and now ROH is owned by AEW. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they would have had a job there. Yeah. So they kind of they they may have screwed themselves on that one. Yeah. Interesting. Um. Uh, quick note before we uh, end this thing, Ryan. I know this is the wrestling podcast, but this guy's been in wrestling before, so I guess we can talk about him. Uh, we have a we have a big boxing match this weekend as uh, Tyson Fury is putting his title on the line, Ryan, and it's also he's saying it's his retirement match. It could be his his last boxing match ever. So. Uh, if you ever haven't seen a Tyson Fury boxing match, this might be your last opportunity. So, figured I'd put that in there. Um, real quick, another note. Um, we all saw, you know, Darius Martin return from injury not that long ago. Well, apparently he's injured again. Uh, supposedly he hurt his leg again. So, man, that sucks. Yeah, that's terrible. We just came back. Um, yeah, that sucks. Uh, preview for uh, Rampage. We got the big uh, TNT title, TBS title match tonight. Uh, Jade Cargo, <laughs> the big Jade Cargo versus Marina Shafir, and then also, like we said, um, Adam Cole versus Ishii and Eddie Kingston versus yeah. Daniel Garcia. So, and then SmackDown's having another contract signing between Flair and Rousey. Oh my God! Because that's what everyone likes to see. Jesus Christ! So there you go. Can that they... is. That's your ah. Can they come up with something new at least once? Well, God Riddle's dang. Riddle's taking on Jey Uso this time. Oh, for the love of! <laughs> I'm just gonna. It's the same episode. We're gonna watch the same episode twice. Pretty much. So this is going to be great. Uh, so that's going to wrap up this episode of Suplexes. As always, check out the blogs up on um, SSSPod.com. Nathan, for Nate's sake, quick takes where he gives quick takes, hence the name, of all the shows in wrestling. Oh, well, not Impact because that show's gone way downhill lately. Uh, but Raw, NXT, Dynamite, Rampage, and SmackDown. He gives some Little quick things on all of you, every segment and match. Um, plus, I'm working, still working on my blog. It should be up this weekend, hopefully, if I can get this game and all that figured out. So, uh, some stuff over there. Check out the podcast, the website for every episode we've done. You can go through and check out the archive of everything. Uh, check out all the social media at Sabri ENT to stay up to date with everything going on. And as always, we appreciate you listening. Check out the sports and the uh, video game podcast. Those are really fun this week. Some really good discussions. So check those out as well. Uh, that's going to do it. Thank you for listening. For Nathan, I am Ryan reminding you to always score if you can, save if you must, but always suplex when necessary. Later. <laughs>